It's Fangraphs Audio. I'm Carson Sestouli, and I am joined, as I am almost every day now, or at least every week, uh, by the curator of our excellent Q&A series uh, and handsome gentleman, David Lorla. David, are you there? Hey, Carson. I am here, and um, today we're going to talk about Sam Fold, are we not? We are. Uh, Sam Fold is an interesting gentleman for a number of reasons. I believe he attended uh, not only an, uh, an Ivy League university, or no, am I wrong? No, he went to Stanford, which I guess is the Ivy of the West. Uh, but he went to boarding school. He has, he's diabetic. He's an interesting gentleman. No, Sam is a, a very interesting gentleman. Um, Sam is from New Hampshire. You're right, he did go to Stanford. I think all of the listeners know that he plays for the Tampa Bay Rays, although at the moment he is injured. Um, let's see, what else is there about Sam? Sam used to be a Chicago Cub. Um, he went to Tampa in part of the Garza deal, which I believe also included Fernando Perez, who at the time was probably the only player in pro ball as smart as, as Sam is. Um, what else? Uh, the Cubs actually have Tony Campana now, and I think they have him to replace Sam because he's probably the only player in baseball as short as Sam. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's a distinction that that Sam Fold cares about. Well, I don't I don't know. I'm, Sam is actually taller than than Tony Campana. Um I'm I'm quite certain. Um I'm trying to run through my brain to think what else I know about Sam Fold. Um, well, last well, year la- last year he became super Sam Fold. I think people know that. Um Oh, here's something fun is is probably my favorite line I've ever heard uttered by Sam, which is uh, I was at Fenway Park last season when the Rays were in town, and it was raining, and it had been raining for a few days, and Sam came out of the clubhouse. I was standing in the concourse with, uh, oh, who, Mark Topkin, Roger Mooney, and a few of the Rays beat writers when Sam came out on his way to uh, to lift, and um, the rain was commented on, I think, by Mark Topkin, and Sam said that, oh, yeah, it's just me watering um, the ballpark, or, or something along those. He, he was those embracing lines. his uh, his, his godlike... super Sam Fold. Right. Absolutely. Now, uh, can I ask you a personal question? I know that, uh, of course, you recently uh, joined um, Twitter, and your Twitter handle is uh, uh, is it David Laura QA? That is correct. Now, a quick question w- with regard to um, your profile image. It, it is a sleeveless. David Lorla, uh, David Lorla, sleeveless, beshirted David Lorla. That's the truth. Um, it is indeed me. Um, the goal here is apparently to embarrass me. <laughs> but, that, but but that, but that's fine. I, it's yes. I was wearing a sleeveless. Um, but I'm curious. Boston, Boston Red Sox 2004 World Series champions T-shirt standing outside of a small lake in uh, rural Michigan. And I was curious if if that if you wear that, for example, while while you're interviewing players, because I think that would that might facilitate some interesting discussions. No, I think that if I walked into a big league clubhouse wearing a sleeveless shirt, I would probably be asked to. Uh, Give up my BBWAA badge and uh, not come back to the ballpark. Oh, so it's so it's friend upon. So all right. So we have Sam Fold, and what uh, what are we going to hear about uh, from Sam Fold here? We are going to talk. I talked to Sam about he him appearing on the Rays TV broadcast last Sunday uh, to talk about sabermetrics. 
Yes, it was sim- 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 simple as that. A perfect uh, Fangraphs audio, and we've already Carson gone longer in the intro than than we have promised ourselves. Yes, we. Right. And right. every everybody is itching for us to shut up. Yes, yeah, so let's do it. To, uh, to sample. Let's do it. We will all shut up. Uh, but that has been David Lorla, and here is Mr. David Lorla's interview with Super Sam Fold of the Tampa Bay Rays. Outfielder slash broadcaster Sam Fold. Um, Sam, you are in Cleveland as we speak. Um, why are you there? <laughs> um, outside of Cleveland being a fine city, Midwest, I'm, I'm here. Um, I'm just following up with my hand surgeon who operated on me about seven weeks ago, actually on my wrist to repair a, um, a damaged tendon in my wrist. Um, flew up from St. Pete this morning and headed back uh, in about an hour. And what is the prognosis? Did you learn anything today from the doctor? Yeah, it was a pretty um, uplifting appointment. Actually, um, I was, I think, initially thought I'd be back sort of like mid-August, um, but I seem to be sort of healing and progressing a little quicker, so now it looks like Possibly sometime mid or late July would be a, a pretty uh, good target for me to come back. Which is great news for um, the Tampa Bay Rays and not necessarily good news for the broadcast team because uh, on Sunday you sat in with Dwayne Stats and Brian Andersons for uh, Sabermetric Sunday. You know, how, how did that go? It was great. Um, I think I think that'd be fine without me. Um, <laughs> They do a pretty good job in speaking with them, but I think it was, I think they enjoy it, breaking up the, um, two-man crew and adding a third. Uh, and I had a lot of fun. I mean, you kind of get a new appreciation for what they do, and it's like a thousand things going on at a really fast pace up there. And they have the, you know, much like a good baseball player's ability to slow the game down, they definitely have the ability to slow things down, whereas I was like five steps behind in the whole process throughout the game. Now, I did not have the pleasure of, of hearing the broadcast. What did I miss? <laughs> well, he just came up to dealing on us, first of all. Um, unfortunately, uh, I think we were shut out for the first time all season. So I brought a little bad luck into the booth. But beyond that, the goal was to, to talk uh, sabermetrics and um, to sort of enlighten Rays fans, in addition to just in landing, I think Brian Anderson and, and Dwayne both uh, were curious to just learn some new new tidbits about uh, a handful of, of stats that they weren't necessarily uh, experts on. So we went over OPS, that was sort of like the beginning, the throat of the thing, and then went over war, UZR, BATNIP, and SIP. And where did this idea come from? When were you approached about the possibility of going on the air to talk metrics? Well, I mean, we did a little bit of a thing last year. It was a real brief five-minute segment I think they used on a pregame show. They, um, it was kind of, I don't know, a little on the corny side. They brought out like a chalkboard in the dugout. I was like pretending to be Professor Fold. Um <laughs> Uh, I was silly, but I guess it was better than nothing. Uh, I, I'm all for any sort of promotion and saber metrics. So that's where it started. And then once 
I found out I'd be missing the first few months of the season. Uh, the producer, I think, came up with the idea of actually just having me in the booth. So I, I knew for about a month that I'd be going up there. Um, I thought initially I'd just be able to there for a couple of innings. I thought, oh, that's cool, that's easy. But then I learned like two days before the actual broadcast that I'd be up there for pregame, full game, and a little post game. And what type of feedback have you received from the broadcast and the information that you gave? <laughs> um, it's been it's been mainly really good. I mean, I've just checked, kind of checked like my Twitter account and um, gotten a lot of good good support from fans out there. I mean, I think a lot of it probably went over their heads. To be honest with you, I mean, it's you know, it, I love the idea. I think the tricky part was cramming five stats. It's just that you know. It turned out to be a really quick game, like a two and a half hour game. So, I mean, ideally, I would have, it would have been fun to just sort of maybe go over one, uh, stat per game. So we can really, I don't know, let, let people, let it resonate and let people actually figure out what the heck we're talking about. Because I think the average fan still isn't, um, necessarily too aware of these suggestions. Yeah, a two-and-a-half-hour game, Sam. You definitely were not playing the Red Sox. If you do another and hope to get more in, that would probably probably work out a little bit. Yeah, we should take the Red Sox game. I know. It's definitely Yeah, you mentioned, uh, once again, I'm talking with Sam Fold. You mentioned uh, feedback from people on Twitter and from fans. What about players? Have any of your teammates spoken to you about the broadcast? Yeah, I mean, honestly, not, not a lot of them got to see it. A couple guys, a couple injured guys gave me some feedback during the clubhouse watching and a couple of the relief pitchers were in there. Um, I got a lot of a lot of grief because they said I wasn't talking loud enough, but I I blamed it on microphone placement and not actual volume of, of, of my voice. So um, I made a, an in-game adjustment, and moved the microphone you know closer to my mouth. I think that made a big difference. But beyond this, the uh, technical difficulties, I think I think the guys liked it. I mean, you get such a, a broad spectrum of um, you know, players uh, and their feelings on different metrics. You know, a couple guys like Kirk Badenhop uh, are really into it, and then some other guys couldn't care less about it. We first spoke, Sam, in uh, 2009 when you were at the Cubs, and we did talk about <clears throat> how much players know and care about advanced stats. Have you seen that change at all over the last couple of years? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I think... I mean, I think it's definitely progressed. Uh, players are more aware of, of advanced metrics. Um, I think just partially from sites like Fangraphs, baseball perspectives, perspectives, and fireplaces. Uh, those are more popular sites now. They're, they're, uh, more players are reading that sort of thing. And you can't help but learn when you go into those sites. Um, you know, I still don't know how much of an effect it has on, on players and their actual performance. Like, I think it's one thing to be aware of the stats, um, and it's another to actually um, implement any changes in your game. I think, you know, a lot of people are aware of, like, the Brandon McCarthy story, but I think that's a rare case. I think, for the most part, players are just kind of interested in it, but not necessarily um, changing the way they play because of that interest. Front offices, of course, are very interested in advanced stats. Um, when we spoke originally, you were with the Cubs, 
and their front office has obviously changed quite a lot since then. But when you moved over to the Rays, did you see a difference in the way that baseball was approached in that organization? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty, it was immediate. Um, it didn't take long to figure that out. And I was, um, you know, I already, I, part of it may too have been just knowing that they were a, a more progressive organization. Um, and we're definitely uh, a little more open to using data. And so knowing that, I was expecting it, but it certainly was true um, just from speaking with Andrew and just uh, other other folks in the front office. And, and even the coaches themselves were way more on board with um, using data, uh, data analysis uh, as, as compared to the Cubs. Did you see much of that, Sam, in the clubhouse preparing for games with the, the data that was available? No doubt about it, yeah. there's uh, We are given a, a lot of access to to information, um, and, and some of it is given without us uh, asserting ourselves. And, and so if we want more info, that, that info is available. But, I mean, just scouting reports, you know, we have folders full of info on, on, on pitchers and their tendencies and what percentage pitches they throw in certain counts and, and where they throw it. I mean, we have a ton of that information on hand for all of us. Um, I think we've gotten a lot of attention now for our defensive positioning, and that's now including the outfielders. We're given these sheets that we are uh, free to take out into the outfield with us, which I think has gained a lot of notoriety this year. Um, so it's a ton of information. I'm sure the Cubs have progressed, and certainly now with new New, um, a new front office. I'm sure there's, there's a whole different game over there, so they're very well maybe in line with what we're doing here in Tampa. Okay, once again, I'm here with uh, Sam Fold. Two more things, Sam, before I let you go. Um, you talked about feedback and maybe a hard time you got from a few teammates about the broadcast. Did any of that involve your bow tie? <laughs> I got nothing but love my bow tie. I really, you know, I was I was uh, flip-flopping on whether to wear it or not. Um, and then I thought, what the heck, it's perfect because our next team trip, when we go up to Boston in a couple of days, we're going to be wearing bow ties. So I thought, man, this is perfect. It's a little tribute to Ken Rosenthal, and it's, uh, it's just a darn good look, really. So I got a lot of love from that. After I figured out how to put it on, it took me 20 minutes to figure it there, there was not a single person in the clubhouse who would ever had a bow tie, so we uh, consulted YouTube, and after like fumbling around my neck for 20 minutes, we figured it out. So you were on the air wearing a bow tie, talking advanced stats. Um, you have an economics degree, so I am wondering also if you could have been on there talking about the Facebook IPO and whether or not people should be investing or not. Are you touching that subject? Do you give uh, financial uh, advice? Well, I mean, my advice, I actually tweeted about it. I read an article prior to the, the actual IPO that was sort of a warning to, um, you know, the investors to hold off, maybe wait six months. Um, and I'm looking smart now, but who knows? In a week, I could look like an idiot. And if Fangraphs were to go public, what would your advice be there? 
I would be on board. I would be buying stock as quickly <laughs> as possible. Sam Fold, I think that is a great way to uh, to close. Good luck with uh, your return to health and any future broadcasting endeavors. All right, dude. Thanks for having me.